It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Right, get the poll results today. I'm going to tell you what, why, why. We do have why. the poll results, and this wasn't going to be what the It's a typical five-minute UCSS poll. It is a five-minute UCSS poll. It's five internet piece. comments, and whenever the internet talks to us, it's brought to us by our... Dear friends over at PCC Airfoils, looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer of in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils at Eastlake, Mentor, Wickham, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit Ooh. packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast. Number one in airfoils. Slash number careers one. Not to learn two. more. In our classic UCSS five-minute poll, we had 288 votes. Woo! Do you want to take a guess real quick before I read is, some comments? I'm gonna say six. I'm gonna say 75, 70, 30. Round that people want to keep them. Keep them. Seventy-three percent keep them. Yep. Twenty-six percent says no. Also, we want to welcome Drago thirty twenty to the coaches tier membership platform. Oh, you. And we got robbed. a couple comments to read here. Josh yeah, Z says, "Give it a comment." I'm sorry, but I've watched the team fire coaches over and over. It's just as insane as not making changes. Kenny Miller says Stefanski gets a free ride because of the Watson debacle. Del G says Stefanski's offense is not the problem. His leadership is the problem. That's the problem. Bingo. That's the problem. Becky says Thanks, Stefanski Steve. is probably the best <laughs> the Haslams are going to get. Keep him, but fire Woods. Demond says, I think Stefanski can call plays, but he lacks awareness with the temperature of the team. We see it objectively of what mm-hmm. obviously needs to be addressed. Defensive coordinator need to see Watson in before we make any moves. Aaron West says keep him. Not his fault. Clowney or Garrett decided not to show up. Offensive, fine. We need a new defensive coordinator. And Charles T says Stefanski played college ball as the son of a legendary Pennsylvania coach. That's so, right. Thank you to Taylor the internet. Listen, and, and, and most and of these Zach guys, Taylor, these guys played well, football. Well, but you said they didn't, Jay. They didn't you were calling football. them all nerds. Zach no. Taylor didn't go to an Ivy League school either, Listen, and he played. He was a quarterback in college. He was, and he was a good one. Dayton, wasn't it? Yeah. I, no, it was Nebraska. Nebraska. Here's what I'm saying, Well, yeah. Here's what I'm saying. I think. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's got to be all one way or all the other way. But Andy Reid is kind of, you know, the old school throwback guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the other guy, John Madden, some of these guys that just understand the minutia of playing in the NFL for a long time. And Jeff Saturday, whatever he dialed into yesterday with his club, and he clearly dialed into something, it's, it is about leading men. Yes, it's about X's and O's and all of that, but... We've all played on teams where we looked at the coach and his dead, wet, dish towel personality yeah. and thought like, wow, man, so the spark's going to have to come from us, guys, because it's not going to come from him. Uh, oh, we would have had team meetings about that. Yes. Guys, we're going to have to – it's all yeah. on us It's today up to us. Because we're not going to – Look be, within. We're going to get a terrible call. I, I, listen, we used to run the triple option. 
Talk about wow. a kid in 2000s playing for a team that runs the triple freaking option. On third and seven, you're getting the dive play. It's like the wing team. Yeah. So what kind of what kind of conversations are you having with your teams? Like this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> this ain't gonna work. This is this, this is you know you up against the creek. And my thing is like this, man. And, and, and one thing that the analytics can't tell you is what's that? It, it, and I'm gonna go to what Jay said. These dudes is out here putting a body on the line. These dudes got CTE. These dudes could be going to the grave with life changing things. Did you see the Derek Carr presser? Yes. Yeah. After the loss, cried. If, if, if you haven't seen it, go go check it out. It. Jeff Saturday broke that man. Jeff Saturday, <laughs> who was breaking down tape for ESPN eight days ago, yep. and tweeted, "Man, the Raiders are terrible." Yep. Yeah. Yep. Actually broke Derek. Car's spirit. He yep. cried at the podium. Yep. And and you know what? I felt for him. That's what, how much they care. That's he, how much. He and and what he said was he's pissed because he knows what this team, what players on this team put in their bodies to, to be to able sleep. to go out there on Sunday. To go to sleep at night. To go to sleep at night. And then we put this kind of effort forward. Crazy. It's a coaching problem Crazy. there too. They were picked to make noise. Mm-hmm. They've got the pieces to make noise. But who's the coach? And who's guess the what? Coach? And you ain't using those pieces. That's You're not using them, dog. And See, then here comes Jeff Saturday sauntering in, uh, taking public shots at the team that he plays and you first. Win? At their it's one, one game, game, guys. Which I know it's one game, but it's not like he lost no, forty-eight to nothing, Jay, Jay, which so, the media would have okay, loved. So hold on. But it's not and everybody would have loved. It's not just one game no. to the people. Z, 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 when you hear now, that. they get the Eagles you want next. To answer your question. Z, Z, they get the Eagles next. Can we get back to the question? Yes, your question. If they beat the Eagles, there's going to be a whole lot of people backpedaling. I'm off of Jeff Saturday, Colts, and everything else. You want me to answer? Why would you keep Kevin? He wants. He wants. Why would I keep Kevin Stefanski? So, well, I'm by a hair. Well, I'll tell you why I wouldn't keep him because I his offense that is is dope. That's that people like by the statistics. I think this all his offense is fool's gold. And what I mean by that is when I when I turn on the Dolphins, it, 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 you watch the Dolphins offense, you watch the Chargers offense, you watch any of these offenses. Kevin Stefanski is just running basic high school playbook stuff like that. Like at the highest levels, you think they're gonna win a Super Bowl when we're playing throwing the tight ends and. That no, that's not what the game is, dog. Like the game has, if you we've seen him against other teams, that offense looks innovative. What we're running ain't innovative. You can stop that by just running people in the backfield. I don't like his offense. I I don't think it's that innovative. I could get somebody else, but the only reason I would keep him by a hair is this: I would keep him by a hair because I feel like I could get a change at defense. I feel like I reset that side of the ball. And to their point, I'll give y'all credit. I'm not the biggest contrarian in the world. Deshaun Watson did say, well, I want to play in that offense. So for me, I I, I can't I, I wouldn't want to play in it, but I'm not Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson said, you know what? This is the reason I'm gonna come here. And I pretty much they probably told him, hey, if you choose us. We'll make some concessions, right? And Deshaun Watson left his other team in Houston because he wasn't involved. My point is, if Deshaun Watson feel that that's the coach he can elevate with together and get it to a certain point, I'll see it out, dog. I owe you the fact that you can see it out. And well, that's the reason. Come on, Jay. I agree with a lot of what you said. I, I think you're 
dumbing down his offense. Look at the trash quarterbacks he's had. He's gotten the most out of them. That's why he's yes. throwing to the tight ends. He's got Jacoby Brissett yep. and Baker Mayfield. Okay. They were trying to get away from the three tight end sets when they got Deshaun in. Yep. And when the suspension went to 11 games, now you got guards playing tight end. That's You're signing Farrell Brown. <laughs> so, and listen, I can say I everything. I can say everything you guys are saying about offense. I agree with all of it. Here's the thing. I, I, I know you kill him for this. And I actually think this is exactly what that building needs because that building yeah. is insane. And it's we've, we've all read. Go back and read some of the stories in Sports Illustrated about what that building's like. I've talked to coaches who've been in there oh. about how the main thing is never the main thing. It's always just helter-skelter, and it's, it's just insanity. He's a steadying force. Absolutely. And, and that's I, what they need. And I don't think it's a coincidence that their best season was the COVID year when everybody else was out of the building. They I don't handled think that's, that very well. I don't think that's a coincidence. You don't. I think there's a lot to that. But I, I like the fact that he is a steady hand. I like the fact that too. he isn't Freddie and he isn't. He is an adult. He's an adult in the room, and I think they need that. I think this organization needs that, and I think we need to see this all the way through. I don't know how I've become the Stefanski apologist. <laughs> I've killed well, him just as much as you guys have. Really, I thought the Patriots game was pitiful. Yesterday was deplorable. It's here, inexcusable. Here's how you become the Stefanski apologist because it is logical. <laughs> and well, you're I'm sorry. And you're not an emotional. I'm emotional. I think all, we're, we're emotional. Um, but at the, at the end of it, I'm trying to force myself to be logical. That's why I want to keep him. And here's and, the th- – and, and, go, and ahead, go right. ahead. He, the offense is not the problem. No. Yesterday, I'm going to give you two numbers. Oh, we still got bull to get in, into. In yet. the micro, <laughs> explain why they are where they are. They forced zero punts yesterday. The, the broadcast crew was making a joke that the punter could have wore a suit to the, to yeah, the game yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never touched the field. That's crazy. They had zero takeaways. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, so I, Bye. W- when, when, it, when it seems like the dumpster is on fire, yeah. maybe it's cause you, maybe all the trash inside <laughs> it, you have to get rid of, but the container is good. Fire won't melt that container. I think Stefanski Some, sometimes is it, the container. I think it, that we, the offense with, when we get to Sean Watson, all of these little ugly warts are going to look like beauty spots. I, I believe that. Now, it's not going to happen in the six games that he's going to play this year. Okay. The, here's, it, you know, when the plane's going down, you can let go of the, of the, of the, of the steering wheel and say, well, we're going to crash. Or you can try to pull it up, and, and, and that's where they are. The plane is coming down rapidly. Bull, what you got? Now Hang they on. have to say, Bull, what you got? pull it up. Hang Bull, on. Offense is worth saving. Get rid of the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Start over next right, year so, with a new so. defensive coordinator and Deshaun. One, one other thing I, I just no. want to say, Brad, would you want them fired if they were four and five or five and four? Four and five? If they were four and five, if they're one game better, would we e- well, even be I, having this conversation? When I, when I get to my take, I'm going to give you my entire Because take. here's we're the not, thing. Probably we're not. We're not here. But here's the thing. You, you are what your record is. You ask me a yeah. question, I'm going to give you an answer. Well, you say you're going to answer your. No, no, bull before me, then I'm going to give you my answer. All right. So, But hang on. Hang on. This is the point I wanted to make. You are what your record is. Yeah. There are three and six. You got to own it. You got to wear it. The game football is a game of inches. We all know that. They're a fifty-eight yard kick in week one from being two and seven. You're right. Here's the it only all thing. comes out in the wash. Here, that's true. Here's the only thing I'll say. They had a catastrophic historic loss against the Jets that never should have happened. Fall on the onside kick, and you're four and five. They had Baltimore one. They got a bullcrap penalty in the end zone that should have never been called. You're right. We saw pushoffs yesterday that were worse. Way worse than what Cooper did to. In the end zone in Baltimore. Yeah. Now you're five and four. Yep. And it looks completely. Now you are what your record is, and you're three and six. You got to wear it. They're this close 
from five and four. They're also close to two and seven. I'm just saying this isn't to me. I don't look at this and say this isn't salvageable and you can't make a drastic decision like firing the coach and starting all over until you know it is not. Let me get in here. Let me get in. Go ahead. Let me get in here. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, it's it's rare that I have to fight to get in, but when, when you're uh, <laughs> remote. Fortunately, I'll be back in the studio on Wednesday, I've been told. No, so that's good. All right, so here's the thing. The, the biggest criticism of Stefanski is he's too mellow. He's too, we loved him for that in the COVID year. Everybody yep. was lauding him for that. And now that they haven't played as well since, we're killing him for that. Uh, I, we always want the coach that's the opposite. We criticize him for his lack of leadership. On the surface, that seems like a fair criticism. And it may be. But none of us are in the locker room. We, I don't know that we learn about leadership on the field necessarily especially on the offensive side of the ball. I think they do have leadership on offense. I think it's a major problem on defense. My biggest criticism of Stefanski right now is that they just coming off the bye, this pathetic performance. And I think he's made a huge mistake, not firing Joe Woods as a couple of you have pointed out already, but I think there's way too many positives for me to completely give up. It's all a guessing game, drafting players, Hiring a coach, you never, we can always say, you want experience, you want this, you know, I want a nerd, I want a, a meathead. It's all a guess. You never know. Even if a coach has been great, you brought up Joe Gibbs before, Jay. He went for a second time as a head coach. He sucked the second time around. So you never know when a guy's going to be a good head coach, a good player. It's, it's very hard to predict. But ultimately, this offense, in my opinion, G talks about it being a boring offense. They don't throw the 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 other two tight ends. David Njoku's one this year when he was healthy he was one of the. I don't. I have no problem with them throwing to him. He's he's been one of the better tight ends. The other guys don't get that many passes. What's his name that that we keep making a big deal about? A uh, uh, Farrell Brown has had eight targets. I mean that's not a lot of passes going his way. So I, I can't get that carried away. They don't have great depth at wide receiver. Although Donovan Peoples Jones, one of the few pleasant surprises on this team, I think has been very very good. But ultimately, I'm not firing him because you compared him to the Chargers and some of these other teams that have top quarterbacks. The Browns don't. They will. I think they have a, they're have they going to get a guy who was a top quarterback. Will he still be at the end of this year? He's by practicing next year, he this better week. Be. That's, that's, right. that's, you know. if, he's, if he's not, then everybody's getting fired, right? And it's all, oh. But if he, is, <laughs> if he is still a top quarterback, then I think Kevin Stefanski is going to do an excellent job with him. I think this idea that he doesn't get the, the, the ball to his best players is is false. I think it's completely misleading. I, I, Nick Chubb, you may want him to be number one, and maybe this, and certainly we can make an argument for that. But when he's third in carries or whatever it is, or fourth, what he is, I don't know what he is right now. You can't say he's not getting the ball. Maybe he's not getting the ball enough for your liking, but he's still getting the ball plenty. Amari Cooper's had 69 targets in nine games. Did I mean, he play yesterday? Not... He must have been sick. I didn't see him yesterday. Mm-mm. Must have been sick. Was Amari, was Amari there? Did he make Did he make the trip to Miami? I mean, oh, wait, he, he, 
The there guy's not going to have a big game every week, Jay. I don't know what, the, what are we going to say. I don't know. I mean, that was his first. He's only had three quiet games this year. Not every, you know, he's not an, he's not a Justin Jefferson. I mean, no, he's, he's a very not. good A buddy wide of mine who's a Cowboys fan said, you're going to love him for seven or eight games, and you're going to wonder if he's on the team for the other eight games. And that, well, and that's, so far that, he's had he's had three. So far it's been six good games and three bad games. So is it, I is mean it, I don't know what to do. Well, well, I'll take well, that. Dallas is. I mean, you know, it's not. You know, is is Dallas with their wide receivers are so fantastic? They they never have bad games. I still I can't believe they let him go. I yeah, can't believe they let him go. Is, is it my I time? mean, so I, I think there's more good the, with bad than Stefanski. Brad's chopping at the bit to give his uh, ahead, why he would fire Stefanski. And I respect everybody's opinion. I do. Uh, you know, I, I take it from a different. Type. I'm not. I'm not looking at the season record, four and five, five and six, whatever, five and four. It's relevant, right? When you're in this business. There are certain principles, and so a lot of it is gut. You know when you're in it and when you're out of it. And you know when people have the ability to do it. I, I'll give you a case in point, I, and I always, I hate to keep going back to my Chicago day. That's what the, you have. That's, but that's your I will tell you, the Bulls, we got to the Eastern, my last year in Chicago, we got to the Eastern Conference Finals, one game away from the championship, right? Two weeks later, they fired Doug Collins. Fired him. That's how Phil got the job. Because they knew it wasn't trending in the right place. You have to have the cojones to go ahead and do Whose it. Whose call was that? Was that was that Cross? That was Reinsdorf. It was call. Reinsdorf. That's you, when he came out the office. You come closer to home. They fired David Blatt mm-hmm. in yeah. first place. Yeah, but I said we're talking about something. We're talking about something different. And we're, about, we're not talking about first place. <laughs> we're talking about this was a team that was ready to had to, made the investment into pieces, like the Browns had made some investment in some pieces. Needed some more pieces, but the person at the helm. But boy, they got it right with with Phil. But they went on the gut. This thing is not trending well. So if you look at all the markers here, it's not trending well. It's not. It's like the Dow Jones. You don't know what you're going. We buying high, (laughs) selling low. What are we doing here? Right. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you from yesterday's game. I see no more. I need to see no more. The person that's held accountable for not having them prepared to play. And that's holding your players accountable because to both what it's on the players, but somebody got to hold a, a foot on the neck of the players. Do we agree that the players are not playing for they're, him? They're not, they're, they're, they're not, not responding. They're, they're Bull, not, they're Bull's not point of you got to blame the players. They're some not too. responding to anything. Right. And, and the players are accountable for that. But does anybody see like in, in, in Las Vegas, it's obvious. These guys don't care for their coach. They, don't. They, don't, they just don't care. They're not playing for them. Are, do we have that situation here, Jason? I, I defer to Brad on a lot of this because he was in the locker room and I wasn't. I have the conversations with guys. I've talked to people around the league. It's no, but why, what do your eyes tell you? Do, you, do your eyes tell you these my, guys are playing for here's their what, staff? Because the Jets are playing for their staff. The Giants are playing for their staff. I don't. Yeah, think, but the Jets coach sucked last year. They weren't playing. Were they not playing for him last so year? No, this year I know. But you know what? He made that comment about I'm keeping receipts, yeah, yeah, and his yeah. guys rallied around yeah. him. Yeah. And you know what? Our okay, coach, but our coach Jay, it's half a season. We're going to do It's half a season. Here's I the know. thing. Good, I I don't I I think Kevin shows a lot more off the camera than what we see. 
I think we're judging this I hope so. wet rag, yes. wet towel, no personality. Yeah. Because Kevin just wants to get through a press conference without making a headline. He hates the media. That's it. I mean, he hates no, dealing. No, I don't think he, he hates I think the he media. hates dealing with the media. He doesn't hate the media. He doesn't want to make a headline. Right. He doesn't want it. Like, he just wants to get through it as fast as possible yeah. without Say Be- nothing. Belichick's the same way. He's I mean, exactly the same He just way. doesn't want to make a headline. Yeah. But w- the guy he is in the locker room and off the camera, I think, is far different than what we see. And listen, all we have to go on is what we see. What, what we see. So I totally get making and it's that not assumption. Fair. It's so, not fair. So but I also think, Kevin. I'll go back to the play at the goal line. What was it, Atlanta, where they had the holding call and everyone killed him? Everyone killed him and said, yeah. how can you make that call? I was told... Brissett left the pocket like that wasn't the play call. Do you know? Jacoby left the pit. Do, once once Jacoby leaves the pocket and scrambles when it was a clean pocket, he didn't need to go. Now you get the hold, and now everything goes let, back. Let, but Kevin doesn't say that. Kevin just says, I have to be do better. You not, yeah. do, you, do you know how to get a player to respond? Do you not? No. no it, 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 Some guys on. use the media to talk to their no, team. No, no, no. Sometimes. But you know how you really get a player to respond? Let me take away from you what you love to do. Yep. You can so bench your quarterback so, because so, he left so, the pocket? So, so the, no, no. I'll talk about Jedrick Wills. I'm tired to talk about that, right? Sit down. Jedrick Wills. Thank you. You sit My down. He's, he's, a, he's, you sit, I think he's, he's, a, he's a top you, candidate. You sit down. He's a top. And he, and when he, I was having trouble yeah. with the defensive backs, They did down. bench him you, yesterday. You, you they come did on, it. You come on in here. Watch this. You come on in here. They right? benched Jedrick Wills yesterday. You guys say whatever they benched him, but they did. When I sit down on coaches, when I sit down on coaches, and you're not getting the job done, you're done. You stepping in here. I'm taking over for you, right? That's how I get your attention. And but you, you know what, to- though? I think I think at this case, it, it's too late. You can't turn the season around at three and six. But what you at, can- at, at, at three and at, you know. But, but what you, you can't. You, 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 we have to understand this. It's three and six now. Yeah. But for every game, they come out here and play worse. That's gonna. That's on your record. People are prisoner to moment, right? This is this is eight, this is. Why so, you go so, back to gladiators? So, so Z, before we go into the Cavaliers, I'm gonna tell you this. You know what players hate in the locker room the most? If we're in a situation, you don't call a spade a spade. Call if it you, out. If you try to BS me and tell me that it's this when I know it's that, and everybody in the building knows that, right? Yeah. So when you do that, guess what they do to you? Man, I ain't going out here hustling no more. I ain't doing that. No, I know. I'm That's why I'm asking. I'm did, not doing had, that. Have we hit that threshold? Because you got me. You playing me guys. like a sucker. I'm out here putting my body on the line every day, and you, and you out here tricking me. Because right? you you look at it next year. Right. The, Kevin, all you got to do, this is very simple, Kevin. Simplistic. It's, it's very simple. If you would have got rid of Joe Woods when he was playing around, Earlier, I, I I've been on since 2020. Early, where I say Joe Woods, he's not, he's he should be uh, with this defense. The longer he stays around, the longer people gonna look at you as the weakling mm-hmm. because you are in charge of him. That's right. If you would get rid of him, I wouldn't even be sitting here today talking about you. You know why? Because I would say he he's showing me that it's not good enough. But when you it have ain't to, good enough. That you, have, you, have to fo- you have to follow with the next line. Because when I get rid of Joe Woods, the, okay. ne- the next thing I tell people is this. One of y'all is next. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's, One of y'all is next. Shot. One more thing, then we're going to turn to the Cavs. Um, I'm looking at the Texans game, and <laughs> you talk about a team that's motivated. Oh. First, a fan base and a team. The Texans know that if they beat the Browns, their draft pick gets better. Yeah. I think that's an incredibly dangerous game. I've been I, saying I'm that terrified for a month. of that game. I've been saying it for a month. Why this would the is, players care about that? 
The Texans well, players don't care about that. Oh, so I think they and do. They, 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 they Watson. They absolutely. First of all, they want. They want just like Seattle wanted to prove to Russell Wilson. You bet on the wrong. He asked out. He left them. Yes, he yeah. wanted out. Right, yeah. and so if I'm in that locker room, I'm saying we we've got a chance to show this guy that he quit on us. Yeah, they've turned over a lot of their and roster. And he went to a team that isn't any better. And we're who is even prove still on him. that roster? Well, I just said they've turned over a lot and of. And their I'm roster. not even talking about the players, bull. I'm just talking about yeah. the franchise. Human the nature. The franchise. They, like, they, it's human horrible. nature. They, like, they, they got that start on them. And, that, and that, that game scares the hell out of me. It does. This I've said. I think I said this on the. I don't know. This is not going to be LeBron walking back into Cleveland in 2010, but it's going to be in that realm. And at least in football, the fans aren't right on top of you right. like they are in basketball. But boy, is he going to hear it? But it's going to be. It's going to be very, loud. And, and, and that listen, game scares me. That's it's the gonna, only point I wanted to make. He's going to. It's going to be a toxic environment every stadium he walks into yeah. outside of Cleveland. But that one, and for it to be the first one, that I I don't think that's everyone's I mean, looking at that win as an easy year. win. I know, but they've been in a lot yeah. of games. I don't think they're as bad. I said it about Atlanta. I don't think they're as bad as their record. And Atlanta's turned out to be, I think, better than people thought. And right, I let's go to the Cavs. Let, let, uh, we, we've talked this Browns yeah, thing into the dirt. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, from, from, from one depressing Cleveland sports yeah, team, yeah. the this Cavs is now, this is I know, not depressing. I know, it's not nearly as bad with the Cavs. <laughs> yeah. But here are the facts. They lost last night to a team they should have boat raced. They, they, they were playing without Jared Allen. They were, were playing yeah. without Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. It's their fourth straight loss to a team that was under 500. And they've lost those games by 2, 2, 7, and 5. Right. So they're in them. On the bright side, Darius Garland dropped 51 points, 27 in, in the, the fourth, fourth quarter. Cavs record. When it, they were down it, 20. It's they were down 20, yeah. but they were down 24 late in the third, and they got it to within three or four points at the end. And it was... What I, my takeaway was, we know Garland's a superstar, a frontier superstar. We know Mitchell is a frontier superstar. Right. Now it doesn't get any easier. They got to go at Milwaukee Wednesday. So this losing streak is likely to stretch to five games. It, it, it's what we've said all year long. They've got to figure out how to play with those two yeah. ball dominant superstar, yeah. fill up the box score players with one basketball. Yeah. Brad, what, what do you say about well, it? Well, uh, first, I'm, I'm not surprised, right? They got off to a great start, uh, but there's the acclimation period of getting Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell together on the same page and being in the same venue. The other thing that the Cavaliers are short on, and I love their, their makeup, the, Karis LeVert's got to be a guy that comes off the bench for me. He just has to be the guy that comes yep. off the bench. The guy they need to sign, I'm going to say it again, is Melo. Melo was sitting out there, right, because he neutralizes <laughs> the touches between Mitchell and Garland. Right, you have to be able to say, okay, I need to create additional space for these two to operate, right? And I, that Karras is not doing an outstanding job. He's doing a great job, but I need his punch off the bench. Yeah. The losses that you have seen, it is because the three spot is not one. We we're not defending there. We're not stopping yeah. nobody on the defensive end there, right? We're not getting ultimate point production because some days Karras will go high, some days he yep. goes low. He like he like board. a little bit like the Dow Jones, and it's okay, right? I can relieve some pressure here, right? Until Mitchell and Garland figure out exactly how to work this thing out, right? Because you have to understand, Donovan Mitchell in Utah was a one-man show out there, basically. Darius Garland here was basically the one-man show here at the end, getting filled in from a few spots. Now, once we learn to, to operate once together, and I always uh, point back to this, go watch the tapes of Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas 
they each had to relinquish something of their game for the rest of the group to flourish. And it didn't detract from either one. They're both top that, that 50 was, that was an experiment too, wasn't it? They, they didn't, they, they, they had to feel their way through they, it. Isaiah was killing them. Yeah. And then they drafted Joe. Right. And then they walked in and Joe was like, he, Joe was no meek mild guy from McNeese State. Right. He came in like, no, I got some game here and you're going to give me some bandwidth. And then Isaiah <laughs> saw he had bandwidth and basically over time relinquished more to Joe. Yeah. Now, if they, we need to go to Zeke and Zeke give us 30, he could do it. Yeah. But he didn't have to do it every night. Jay, what do you think of that? Mellow. I do think they need to get Levert out of the starting lineup. I haven't, I think we agreed on that even before the start of the season. Right. I was I was a little surprised that was he got the spot that, role. that we all talked about. Yeah, I was a little surprised he got that role at the start of the year. I think JB showing deference to the veteran and 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 the fact that Karras is sort of malleable and will just do anything that's asked of him. And frankly, they don't have any better options right now. You know, Okoro's just been a disaster. Oh yeah. Dean Wade would give him the, the length of the lineup that JB likes playing with, but I don't know that you really want to commit to that. So you know, I disagree with you in Adamican Sue, but I tend to. I, I think I might agree with you on Mello. Take a look at him. What, what's it hurt? What do you got to lose? Right. Uh, ultimately, I do think it's going to be okay. But you know, this is the one thing that I said when they made this trade was. Darius was rolling when he had the ball in his hands the mm -hmm. whole time. Him and Colin could not figure it out. And as soon as you separated two ball-dominant guys, Darius flourished. Well, here you are putting him with another ball-dominant guy. Obviously, Donovan is a better player than Colin, obviously. And he's going to take the team farther if there was just one of he them. He is. I, I, I don't think we're at this point yet, but I wonder if it's going to come to the point. And, Brad, I'm curious what you think. Where they just say, Darius, you're the point guard. Donovan, you're the two. I wondered and, about and that, we're going to run through it. I don't think we're there yet. You need to give this thing... A lot longer. But that might be a screwdriver turn that they make to see what happens. Could Donovan thrive in an off ball where he is the two and he's not initiating? And the, if Darius is on the floor, the ball is in his again, hands. I, I, but Jason, again, guys, I, they barely played together, I right? Know. I mean, we have I said yeah. we're not there yet. Yeah, he's telling yeah. his comments. But it is, I, I do think that it's something that they could look at. If we get to the halfway point of the season and Darius's numbers are what they were with so Colin I don't, I don't and think, he's struggling, I don't think. I don't think we have to go that drastic, right? I think that there's a sharing of the ball, right? And I think that, and I, I, I keep pointing you back to the Pistons. Just look at it, right? Because Isaiah played off the ball. He was the point guard. Yeah. He, he played off the ball at times. Then Joe took the point. Then Isaiah took the point. Joe went to the two. But it wasn't give and take there. Though, they there's a good give. Let me tell you who's instrumental in it. Chuck Daly was instrumental in that. Brendan Sir, Brendan Malone, the coaches. Hey, we're not taking nothing from you. This kid can help you, right? Yeah. So JB gonna have to uh, reach. Was Isaiah it. resistant to that at first? I think he was because he was the show in Detroit. He yeah. was the he was the freaking show, right? The, so, the good thing we have with these guys is there doesn't appear to be a no, big ego. I, I and so I say when you sit here like that, when you sit here like that, the coaches have a direct impact on it. JB gonna have to lean into Bernie Bickerstaff. Like, let me holler at you too. I need you too. Really? I need you. And but I tell you, who's been trying to come on? Uh, Mobley been trying to come on. He's I know. Trying, yeah, he's now, trying now, to find. His I agree way. with now, that. Now, now, I was just about to pivot. I to agree that. with that. I said because Mobley, uh, to me, it it isn't even a bigger problem between Mitchell and Garland. They'll figure it out. One of y'all do this. Y'all dribble. Y'all could do. Y'all got a good skill set. Y'all like each other. The the thing for me <laughs> is it's the Mobley thing. Like sometimes I, I think they get to a point where you got. Him and Allen doing pick and rolls at the top of the key yeah. the whole fourth <laughs> quarter. And I'm like, you got something where you can put these guys and play the high-low game, two-man game. They have the advantage most nights with two seven-footers in their school set. 
sometimes I, I, I just don't see the offense where they go down and say, oh, no, it's time to get our bigs involved this time because it, it seems to be my turn, your turn, pick and roll in the fourth quarter. And, and, and when I watch Golden State play, they look like they never have people out of position. See, until, until last night when Darius went for 51, 27 in the quarter, right? He had a blank look on his face the last four or five games because yeah. he was playing alongside Donovan Mitchell, yeah. right? It was like, I'm not quite sure what I'm supposed to be doing out here, right? Then you remove Donovan, and guess who comes back? Darius, that's the guy. <clears throat> well, you got to meld these two together because I have to, first of all, I cannot be playing Donovan Mitchell 39 minutes a night. I just cannot. Yeah. You got to come down, right? And when you coming down, I'm bringing your production down. <laughs> and Darius, I'm going to need your production to come up. Right, so there's a there's a meeting of the minds here. It's probably in the 20s. It's not in the 30s and 40s, yeah. maybe on occasion, but it's in the 20s. That's what I and you have to get Mobley. Stop trying to make Mobley the three. He's yeah. not the three, right? He's a hybrid. Yeah. He's a mixture of a three are, and a are four. You, are, have you made that determination yet? When he first came out, I kept asking people, could he be a three? And the answer was adamant, no, he's a four. We're not messing with that. Right, but do you, I think he's a transcendent talent if he's a three. Yes. Like he is. I do, I do too, but I, I question. He can't can put the he, ball. Can he, he cannot put the ball on the floor. He cannot check people out of that perimeter. And that's, they and that's the issue. They don't he want has him, to be able to do that. They don't want him guarding Katie and Giannis no, 35 no. minutes a night. No. Nope. That's what they don't want. Yeah, then, and, and then the, and I that's think so, Brad's germination and that, is and right. That, and that's okay. As much as we'd love now, for you him. You can switch onto him. Now, me. He can switch, he can switch yeah. onto those guys. You can stick me out there. I can guard you 25 feet away from this now, thing. Now, you know right? what? He cannot do that on a consistent uh, basis. You, and, and I thought this guy wasn't doing that, too, so they, they, they committed to it. I mean, Lloyd Marketing, what he did last year is put him in position to do what he's doing now. Lloyd Marketing, uh, he he's balling. Oh, he killed him. He is. He killed him. He that 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 being on the perimeter, being able to take you the ball inside and outside. I don't know if they committed to and it. The problem with Lori Market is you don't know when Mar Lori Market getting hurt and going down. That's right? true. Yeah. How, you know, you got to be available. That's the biggest part of it. I think uh, Bull. We haven't heard you much on this conversation, and I'm curious yeah. to know where. My thing is, I know that the experiment does seem to be between Garland and Mitchell. But the Mobley piece to this is interesting to me because it's not like you've got – this is a chemistry experiment, mm -hmm. and I don't know how you navigate those touches. I don't – are you fully comfortable that they're going to I figure am. this out? I, I am. I agree with Brad, and Brad would know better than me. I mean, he he's I, – I, I just feel like they've barely played together, right? Because right. Darius missed some yeah. time and Mitchell. And, yeah, Brad's yeah. 100% right. Garland kind of – had, had has been having some awkward moments playing with Mitchell so far. But here's the because here, he's trying the, to find his way. Here's the only I thing I just I'll think say. we need to give it way more time yeah. than yeah, they, than right, they have. This but we yeah, had yeah. two that's, that's we had fact. two years of evidence of Darius playing with another ball dominant guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this yeah. isn't just six games. Right. We had two years of evidence but, playing with another ball dominant Jason, guard. But Colin Sexton Colin gets the ball and the goal, the ball never comes back out. That's different. Yeah, that's the problem. But that's why I'm saying I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're. I'm just saying the the fix down the road may just be Darius. You're the point guard, Donovan. You play out. Doesn't mean Donovan can never initiate. Terry Pluto ran a good story in the P in the PD the other day about when they brought Larry Nance in here from Phoenix. Right. And that that good Cavaliers team. It said they got off to like a three and twelve, or yeah, three and thirteen it. start. Yep. Because there's a ramp up here, and they had they were starting Brad, Larry Nance, and Hot Rod. And then what they found out was that's not going to work. 
we have to remove one of the three. And they brought in and put in Mike Sanders yep. in the lineup and yep. told Hot Rod and convinced him it was better for you to come off the bench. Yeah. And that's when they took off. And, and, and this I, team will figure it out, too. And so that's why I said I sit out here and I say, okay, Karis, not like Karis has been doing a great job. Karis is playing a hell, of a hell of a year. But I need Karis off the bench. Mm-hmm. And I say, give me a guy like, no, I don't have to give Melo 30 minutes a game. Right? I don't. I can give him 20 minutes right. a, a night. A veteran who yeah. knows his role, right. understands the, his role. That's the key. And, and guys, aren't they missing? It feels like they're kind of the one thing they're missing. And again, it's way too early. But we talk about the Browns and they're missing maybe that leader, that fiery guy. I feel like that's the one thing missing from this roster. That like guy would, you know, we've talked about Jake Crowder <coughs> before. A guy who's yeah. got a little bit of nastiness, a little attitude. Yeah, we talked like, about they, that. They seem like they have a bunch of nice guys. Brad, and you maybe they here. need we had one that player com- with a little nastiness. We had that conversation yeah, last the, week. Like the dog. Who's the, the dog? The problem with Crowder is Crowder wants some money, right? He got money. Mm-hmm. He wants some money. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what you paying but out if here? He's the missing link. They're not gonna pay that money. They're just not. They're not? not. Not right now, right? And I said, I sit out here because I think, I, see, I watch the things on the side. I watch the things that transpire on the side. I watched Donovan Mitchell how he approaches. He he, he went fired. to Garland. He went to Garland yesterday when Garland was struggling, not struggling, but in the midst of the game, like hey, because Garland was supposed to rotate on a play and didn't rotate him. He went over and said, hey, 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 you better come over here. You got to rotate on that. That's what you need. Yeah. So I say here, this so is maybe the, they have that this, guy. This is the thing, right? So we, to Bull's point. We are far away away from this thing, but I will tell you, you got to resolve that thing at the three. Right. That thing is not built for longevity here. And the one, the the one thing about this league, they watch tape, and when they get tape on you, yeah, oh, you're they right. will figure you out. Hey, are you getting inside you. intel on, on the mellow thing, or is that you just dreaming? No, that's me. Okay, Brad's been saying I, that since the summer. Okay, so, well, so, no, I know, but well, I just well, wondered if he's hearing any whispers. Thing, but, always, but then I saw it on Yahoo Sports. Like somebody else said it. Okay, yeah. good, good. Um, <laughs> Start Nuggets, that you got a point. Then we got to do quick uh, final takes. We do want to do final takes so we could have some cake with you, Bush, at the end here. Uh, I was at the game yesterday. Shout out to my boy Matt. Hooked me up with a ticket. Nice. Really good seats, and when you're sitting in nice seats, you see some things you don't typically see. And I'm glad Brad brought up uh, the, what he said about Mitchell. Mitchell was standing up as not necessarily the fiery leader in street clothes, mm-hmm. but he was talking to Garland on every time out. He good. was encouraging guys when they came off the bench and showed a lot of the leadership intangibles and skills you want to see from a good. guy who's your best player. Because they're going to need that. And you don't see that from the TV broadcast, so I did want to point okay, that out. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. The really other thing I wanted that. to point out, though, was with Mitchell not playing and Allen not playing, you expect Moby to take a little more aggressive role offensively. And granted, Gobert and Cat are the two forwards, center and forward yeah. for yeah. Minnesota, and that's a bad matchup for him. But he had four shots, and there were stretches of the game where yeah. even sitting 15 rows back, 10 rows back, you're like, is, is Mobley playing? Yeah. And then you look at the box score. He took four shots yesterday. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to get it done. He took four shots. Right. Didn't make four. He took four. And it was a little disheartening because I love Mobley. Just was to he see him kind of disappear well, the, for the, as long as stretches they're as he did to play in, They're coming to play. Well, them two were trying to play bully ball. But see, that's yeah, why. It was a bad matchup. I, that's I why, that. I that's why that. you need somebody yeah. to neutralize. I remind people of Melo. Remember when Gardner said something crazy about Mello wife? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The greatest yeah. piece of trash talk of yeah, all. Yeah, maybe. And Mello was like, oh, you ain't seen the end of me. Yeah, that's Lock, right. The floor, locker room, bus, you'll never get enough of me, right? But does he have enough but, left? Right. Does he still I just need, an, I need I need that to instill upon these young players. This is what this is. This is a mental warfare down here. Right, right. Right. You're not going to come down here and punk me. You know, It's not going to happen today. It ain't going to. Hey, we get a punk by cat. 
Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is soft. He's soft as Charmin. He's not. He's not. He's doing. Hey, you may call him soft, but he put his shoulder right into Mobley and Robin well, Lopez. I, I, I bet. I bet he wouldn't have put his shoulder into Charles Oakley. I bet he wouldn't have done that. A lot of people. Wouldn't. Anthony May. So I wouldn't get within twenty feet of. Let's Charles pivot. Oakley. Let's pivot. We'll do. Um, we'll do final takes. Do you want to start with Bull because he's remote? Yeah, Bull, you're first. Go ahead, Bull. Yeah, real quick, just uh, on Carmelo Anthony. I, uh, nothing more impressive. Brad, I was working in Utica at the time, which is 45 minutes from Syracuse, when Carmelo Anthony led Syracuse to a national championship. He was as I was as dominant a college player as I'd ever seen. Okay. He was yep. just ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, he was. Uh, final, final take. Um, yesterday, Chris Antonetti was on MLB Radio, and he said that the Guardians are absolutely not going to trade Shane Bieber. This was an exact quote. Now. You could say, well, GMs lie and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, if, I guess in theory, if the Guardians got overwhelmed with an offer that was just too good to refuse, they might trade him. But knowing Chris Antonetti like we do, Chris Antonetti goes to, went to the same school of talking to the media as Andrew Berry and Kevin Stefanski, which is <laughs> saying nothing and don't say anything that could come back to bite you. Yeah, so the true. fact that he went on MLB radio yes, and said did. they're not going to trade Shane Bieber... Uh, makes me think that's legit. Now, I, I, Zach Meisel, the athletic, I spoke with him before the end of the season. He also said he didn't think Bieber was going to get traded. I think this is great. Now, they'll probably trade him next offseason. But the Guardians need to follow up on what they did this year. They need to add, not subtract. And the fact that they're going to keep their best pitcher for another year, to me, is huge. And I'm really excited about this offseason for the Guardians. I yep, think they're I actually going to spend a little money. I applaud that, too. I think you're absolutely right. It's time that they... I'm sick of being a feeder system to the <laughs> to the coastal teams with all the money. Feeder Keep these so pieces while we have them. Great take, Bull. Brad? Uh, shout out to women's college basketball here. I had an opportunity to watch the number one rated team in the country play on Friday in Maryland. I watched South Carolina versus uh, Maryland Terrapins. Uh, as you know, my daughter plays the, for the Terps, and I got to see a quality basketball game with quality high-level players all playing on the floor right in front of my face. And I want to really give a shout out not just women college basketball, but people having the opportunity to see it because they had a tremendous crowd. Uh, you got to see good young talent. You also got to see the other side of it is the women's sport is traveling well. South Carolina brought a lot of people to Maryland to see this game. They did. And I'm going to give a shout out to, to Dawn Staley because Dawn Staley, you talk about fiery on the sideline, holding her own players across. She got all Americans to play for. She won't even let them in the game, right? You don't do what's necessary. You don't get the floor. That's how she plays it. And that's what I say. That's the mark of a good coach. The other thing I would tell you is when you're the CEO of the place, you're in charge of the entire place. So she walks out, not with South Carolina, South Carolina gear on during the game. Her gear was free BG. Mm. Mm. Free Brittany Griner. And I want to tell, to, this is my shout out to Dawn Staley. You keep doing what you're doing, right? Because you got to keep heat on the people to make sure they don't forget about this girl. This girl has been transferred to a penal colony now, mm -hmm. right? In Russia, you don't know where she is. She could be in Siberia for all you know, right? Doing God knows what, right? Because she's out of sight, out of mind. And while everybody's sitting in the embassy uh, chilling, <laughs> right? Let's not forget the task at hand, right? You got to go back. And just like every other American that's caught overseas, we don't leave people behind. Go back and get your people. So shout out to Dawn Staley, South Carolina Gamecocks, 
Terrapins for keeping women's college basketball. And if you haven't seen women's college basketball, go down to go downtown and see Clemson State women's basketball. Go down to Columbus, watch my alma mater. Read, read that line score from your girl. Uh, uh, 15, your baby played well. 15 to six after, you know, and then uh, I watched in the South, South Carolina game. She started playing well, really in the second half, going at them. And I said, that's the mentality you got to come out with all the time. Was she barking at him like, I don't care what y'all talking about out here. That's right. I said, we from Cleveland. We ain't from Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Sam White. <laughs> Reversed. She saw Southport. <laughs> Jason? Uh, I kind of gave mine away already. I was going to actually talk about Jeff Saturday was going to be my final take today. <laughs> and just the fact that two things can be true at once. And I think Bill Cowher is right. I think it is a slap in the face to coaches who are trying to come up in the industry. There's only 32 of these jobs. And to pluck somebody who is your buddy and uh, has zero experience beyond the high school level as an NFL head coach is jarring and alarming. And yet, if it works, nobody's going to care. And I think we're a long way from knowing whether or not it works. It's just funny to me the, the swings that this story has taken. When it was first announced that he was the head coach, I think it was outrage across. Everyone was like, what are the Colts doing? This is insane. Then he wins a game, and everyone goes, ah, see, look at that. He knew, they knew what they were doing all along, and good on you, Jeff, Saturday. And now if they lose three or four straight, as, as this thing continues to swing back and forth, right. we just need to let this get to the end of the season, find out if he, if he does have any idea what he's doing or not. It is outside the box, certainly. Uh, I would only caution, my only point of caution would be, there is something to knowing the culture and knowing the routine. And, and Jeff, and, and the comparison I'm going to make is not exactly apples to apples, but the Cavs tried to go outside the box with David Blatt, and it was an absolute disaster. Yeah. But he was this guy who was had head coach experience, didn't know the NBA. And Dan, the thought, league, Dan <laughs> thought he was going to sort of reinvent everything and look at who, how smart we are. We're going to bring this guy in. And it was a disaster. He didn't know the league. He didn't know the culture. He had no idea what he was doing. Couldn't even draw up an inbounds play half the time. So how's this going to go with Jeff Saturday? We're going to find out. He knows the culture of the NFL, but he doesn't know – the day-to-day -day routine of being a head coach. I was surprised at how vocal Joe Thomas was. Joe doesn't normally get that animated, and he just absolutely murdered Ursay and Jeff Saturday. And now we see. Now we got the rest of the season to find mm -hmm. out. It will, if this works, it will make people rethink hires. There's no question about it. We've seen it in politics with people who don't who came from outside the game and had a political career. Now we're yeah. seeing it in the NFL. Mm -hmm. People who come from outside the club. There will be other instances like this if this works with Jeff Saturday and the Colts. Nah, well said, I agree. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, hey. Birthday hey, boy? Hey, Anthony, I need, I need some help, dog. I need you to give me this cake, man. I, well, this, hold on. Let, let, let Jay go first. Let Joe, Jay go, go first. Yeah, go go, I'm going to be quick. I sent you two pictures. Let's take the first half. I'm going to do my, uh, my, my, my uh, weekend in pictures. Okay. okay. Uh, first of all, I want to say that, that this, was hilarious. This was the low point. Okay, <laughs> that was hilarious. Wow. Sorry, I had to bring these clowns. So, so again, we're back to <laughs> wow. being the, the clowns. Back to being the punchline. We're back to being the punchline. The clowns. <laughs> so, you have that, which seems to be perpetual. It's been that way most of my adult life. We 
in Cleveland rooting for the Browns are the national punchline. And now I want to say thank God for Ohio State football. <laughs> because if not for Ohio State football, I probably would have jumped off a bridge by now. <laughs> this is my picture of the weekend for Ohio State football. Guys, I want you to look at that and ask yourself, how in the world is that humanly possible? That, that it was the play. most ridiculous catch I've seen in a I, long when time. I, when I lot. saw it, I, I, first of all, I think the kid's going to be a tremendous NFL pro. Yeah. He's going to be a, a high draft pick. He may end up being the number one overall pick. That's how good this kid is. But when I saw that play in real time, I had to go back and I had to freeze frame it and say, how did he do that? 95% of his body was out of bounds. Yet in midair, like a tap dancer, he kept his left foot from touching the ground while reaching back, all with his momentum, taking him out of bounds and a defender draped on him and tapped his right foot in bounds. That, kids, is what effort looks like. And that effort comes from great lineage. His dad was one of the greatest to ever play the position. But it also comes from culture. It comes from culture that exists in Columbus that doesn't exist in Cleveland. Nothing but your best is ever tolerated, ever. From every single player that puts on the uniform, that steps on the field, you will give it everything you have every time you go out there. That's culture. Winning breeds winning, Ohio State. Losing breeds losing, Cleveland. Thank you, Ohio State. Because I would otherwise be insane without you. First of all, that looked fake. It, his little feet right underneath his shoulders. <laughs> did you? Fake. Were you watching? Did yes. you see that? It I mean, was fake in real life. Too. It, it was fake. absurd. How do you not tear all of this in here? <laughs> all of this, all your inner thigh, all that, all know, that man. meat should be off the bone. I don't know. Hang it off like a ham. Um. <laughs> like Man, we got king. We got hey, cake on deck for like, G. Bush's birthday. Hey, no. like a ham. Hey, I got a uh, shout out to. How Kate, old are you, first of all? 41. Happy 41st. And, and, and see, see, I'm young. I'm a young. See, y'all don't be out here. See, I be wearing this kind of stuff. I'm a young 41. Some of y'all dudes be older in the face, man. You better get your exfoliation on, man. Y'all look at old. <laughs> don't do it to yourself. Go down to the spot. Hey, but shout you know out. black don't crack. Yeah, you know, right? Shout out to my, 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 my mom and dad. They was in the civil rights movement, and they still look young. Yeah, still look they young. They do. I've, I've met them. That's crazy. Uh, shout out to Cakes by Kimmy, by the way, man. This, 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 she did a tremendous job. Get the, Cakes get, by Kimmy. Let's get these by up here. Cakes these. by Kimmy. Let's get these Look at up. that. Kimmy. That is a pound cake, cake birthday cake. Get this cake this is here. a this is a caramel custard joint. Look at this. Look this at is it. homemade what? with the dribble drizzle. I got she 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 she's from Canton. You can check her out. Her name is Kimmy Cheney on on uh, Facebook. Grab that one. She gave it to my mom and had him bring it to me. Really. They drove it all the way from Canton just for me to get it. Do you, is this a family friend? You yeah, know? Yeah. This my, it, well, it, slice it, that up so we can talk about how good it is. All right, let's and get give to Kimmy it, some And we're going to eat it live during overtime. So if you're not a member, you can be a member. Watch us eat cake live on overtime. <laughs> and where's this one from? Is this, and, this and, one we brought? Shout out to whoever brought me this. Y'all, y'all beautiful. That's from the production staff. Shout out Anthony Man. for picking it up. Anthony, yeah. what kind of cake is it? Casada cake. Oh, G. Bush's favorite. Y'all do me so good, man. Shout out to you guys, man. By the way, man, two cakes, it it don't get no better than this. And I finally say this, man. I always look at it. I always look at it by birthdays. I say, you're doing better. 
than you did last year at your yeah. birthday, right? Yeah, yeah. That's all I care about. And this year, last year at this time, I was working at a job. I didn't even know if I wanted to be there. I was just like, man, I had caught COVID. We were sick. I had a bunch of people in my family unfortunately passed away to COVID. And you know what? I was in my car with my wife and I said, man, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. She said, what you talking about? She hadn't even had a job here. She just got here from the Philippines. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna pray to God that I can, I can work in this industry full time. And uh, she said, bless her, her little heart. She says, I'll help you. I'll get a job at Walmart. <laughs> I said, no, I'm not going to quit my job. And then two weeks later, a couple weeks later, Steve called me about this job. And I said, wow, man, that is a beautiful thing. It's a so it's a, it's a blessing. And I met all these beautiful people in one year. Oh, I got good. friends I didn't even know about. I got family members that mm. these people, these cats support me. Thank you guys so much. I couldn't have had a better year, and, and I'm looking forward to many more years with my new family, my new team, and, and my new friends. I appreciate you guys and everybody watching USC, UCSS out there for supporting us. Thank you. This is Absolutely. my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, it's been a good lap around the sun for you. Yes. For sure. Yeah, it has. Um, I'll tell you, read the book God Winks. If you have, if you have, everybody, it, I, I, it's my manual for life. I always recommend it. It's called God Winks, and it talks about things that happen in your life that might be insignificant but change the course of your mm -hmm. life. And that's what the, the, it's, it's when God looks at you and winks. Yeah. It's a great book. It's not overly religious, but obviously it's got some religious undertones. But it's just um, it's a marvelous book. Check it out. Happy birthday. We're done. We're going to overtime. Going so to overtime. Content. We're going to yep. eat this cake on overtime. So if cake. you're not a member, you can subscribe right now. And you can watch <laughs> us eat this cake and give our, our, uh, our, our reviews bets. of it. Yep. Sponsored by PCC. Eating cake. Sponsored by PCC. We love you, PCC. Awesome. Aditi, Mary Kay tomorrow. We'll see you all then. See you tomorrow. <laughs>